0: So we'll just kind of talk a little bit now and get a feel for everything. But uh, hopefully this shit sounds good. Otherwise, probably shouldn't have bought these (laughs) microphones. (laughs) We're in for a world of hurt. (laughs) Oh, well... You know, Amazon has a good return policy. Yeah. Especially after I broke all the boxes. and Lots
1: of hazards stepping out your door, and there's just like... God
0: damn it, I forgot. Fucking turn the heater off again. (laughs) That's going to be a... That's that's a... uh, That's a... It's going to be a tradition of the... Yeah, a tradition of the podcast. I'm an idiot, and I have to... And this is my... This away. is my
1: chance, everyone. This is my chance to work on my improv skills. So uh <clears throat> I went to the store the other day and tried to buy beef, but they were out. And they told me all they had was a mystery beef. So I bought it and cooked it up. And it had a, a slight tangy taste to it. And I really wasn't really sure what to make of it. And Greg's back. Are you sure? Oh, Yeah. Are you sure? It said long pork on it. I don't know what that means. Long pork? Long pork. You've never heard of long pork? It's, it's a little scary to me, I'm it, not going to lie. It is. But here's our first not safe for work tag of the of this podcast episode.
0: The words long pork. Long pork is, is a definitely term for
1: human meat. It probably
0: shouldn't be. But... No, but it is. All right. So, here we are. Welcome back to Next Door Nerds. Next Door Nerds. We'll auto-tune our voices so that it goes <laughs> along with <laughs> the beat. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, for, for our
1: eventual rise to fame, Greg, when we have live shows, we're gonna have to perform like an acapella version of that. Yes. And you can take the bass part and I'll take the arpeggio part.
0: Okay. We're now kind of official. I mean, we bought some microphones. Uh, with an awesome little, like, crane mount type dealio. As I feel like Tom Segura. As we're sitting on my couch. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool, like, when I'm playing video games and stuff, and then I just, like, if if I could just talk into this microphone and yeah. then plug that in and be like, you're listening to me, are <laughs> kicking your ass. Radio FM. Radio FM. Getting pwned by oh, Greg Foppe. yeah. <laughs> So, let's, uh, before we get into the topic of the day, I guess, let's just talk, you know, we had Christmas, mm-hmm. it was pretty nice, how, how was your last week since last recording? It was
1: good, like, obviously the big thing's Christmas, and I guess we can both kind of go over Oh yeah, the small amount of things that we got as adults, and yep. most of the things that I got were actually very adult- <laughs> Which I I'm not, and I don't mean adult like not safe for work. Oh, I mean like grown up stuff. So no, stuff. so no
0: more of those uh, toys that are in your shed. No, okay.
1: No. And to be honest, if I got any of those, I wouldn't know where to put them.
0: Right. I don't have any it's, room. It's just it's just so many bodies. But and I'm whatever. getting
1: sick of trying to find out how to dispose of slightly used machetes. Do <sighs> you have any idea
0: how hard that is? I I just get acid, dissolve all the stuff. It's mm-hmm. fine. Do you have an extra barrel I could borrow? I got a tub, man. You know? oh, sweet, you have a hot tub in the back. <laughs> I got a hot That's tub. That's why you got the so hot I got, tub. I <laughs> Got the hot tub, so I could uh, pour acid into it, and somehow <laughs> it doesn't eat through any of the stuff. Exactly. And only if, goes anyone who's skin. watched
1: Breaking Bad knows.
0: Yes, that that is why they uh, they have those blue bins. Yep. <laughs> but um,
1: but my gifts were very were, were very grown up. Like the biggest one, I think, was a juicer. I got a juicer, which is, it's almost like, oh my God, I don't even want to tell people I got that.
0: I mean, I don't think I've actually ever seen anyone use a juicer in real life. I've always just heard of them. I've always thought they were like an urban legend. (laughs) Like, oh God, we use the juicer and I'm like, what the hell's a juicer? Yeah.
1: But, but and it, it, I mean, I tried it out for the first time today. What like, what
0: do you juice with a juicer?
1: Just about anything that has any amount of liquid in it.
0: Okay, so, new disposal of bodies plan.
1: I'm going to use it for the smaller okay, packages.
0: Okay, cool. The,
1: the cool. cool thing about that is that I can then take that juice uh, and freeze it.
0: I don't like where this is going. And then offer continue.
1: it to guests as they,
0: they come over to my house. But We really... Need to stop starting these <laughs> podcasts and continuing through with everyone believing that we are crazy psycho <laughs> murderers that have bodies lined up. I mean, if if we really were, don't you think like there'd be some missing people posters yeah. around Kaleida? But no, well, everyone's accounted for. I, I hope. <laughs> yeah, we won't know other, until other, after. otherwise we're going to have a lot of people at our doorstep. Well, that's
1: that's the thing everyone who who's online and and like the people who are really paranoid say don't even make jokes about that cuz you'd be like making a joke about like, "Oh, I I'd, I'd, I'd uh, pushed a dude off a bridge the other day" and, and it's like all joke. Of a joke. Su- and all yeah. of a sudden
0: they find some yes. guy pushed off a bridge. Exactly. Yeah. That... So
1: you but and it just depends on how bad your luck is.
0: That's why I like to state the disclaimer of what you hear in this podcast part of it is true, and that is normally when me and Evan are just talking, and there's like a forty five percent chance that the the rest of the stuff is true as well, so who knows yeah. but you but know. you know you you just gotta come on people, we're all adults here we we know when a joke's a joke and when it's not a joke, and yeah. And when it's not a joke, when we're not supposed to laugh, we still sometimes laugh. Yeah. That's the kind of humor that me and Evan probably have yeah. a little bit too much of. But uh, Probably. But, hey. That's pretty That's, much that's how my it...
1: philosophy, is a joke's a joke.
0: A joke's a joke yeah. until it's not a joke. Then it's funny.
1: That's but... <laughs> worse yeah. to live by, Greg. Yes. I mean, it's... hey, and I always put forth, hey, my, my study and my shed are both open for anyone who wants to come by and check. To see if there's yeah. anything in those
0: buildings, because there's there's not. Yeah, but my shed is locked, so no one's oh. allowed in. Oh. Uh, it, it, literally, there's nothing in there. So, <laughs> That's, It's yeah. like, I've, I've lived here f- for a year now, and I think I have one item out there. <laughs> it's just, the, it's, it's not getting used yeah. properly. My garage <laughs> is storing more things than that. So. Yeah, mine too. But, um, so yeah, you got a juicer. Juicer,
1: yeah, uh... And that just came from me, I've been telling, especially Selena, I've been telling her for like the past year that I just, I cannot find a drink that is refreshing enough for me. I can't do it. I've searched everywhere. I've I've been drinking a lot of water, which you're supposed to do when you're diabetic, of course. I mean, you're supposed to do if you're human, Yeah. but I'm diabetic, so I'm extra supposed to drink more water than usual. Of course I don't because I uh, I drink a god's amount of water and then it, in addition twice as much of everything else which mm-hmm. is like diet pop right um but everything I drink it doesn't like hit that like ooh the satisfaction level of, yeah. of being refreshing
0: you know you say that and I totally get that because there's been so many times where I thought like I'm a big pop drinker so Me it's did, like yeah it's bad like oh yeah. spe- especially in college college was terrible i could i could put away like a 24 pack of pop in like a week that's how bad oh, it easily. was and yeah. and hell even back in high school it's probably worse than that but mm-hmm. um yeah I, I i always thought that pop was you know the perfect the perfect side drink, I guess the drink that, you know what you're supposed to have water, which, mm-hmm. which we talked about a little bit last in one of the other podcasts where it's like, you're supposed to drink half yeah. your body weight or whatever. And I'm like, that's, <sighs> I would drink water more often mm-hmm. if it gave me that like pure refreshing taste. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't know what it is, but like I've, I think I've just ruined my like palate, <laughs> my tongue palate, I guess if you want to call it. Yeah. Because like water just tastes blah to me, and like now, now don't get me wrong, hot as hell day. Oh yeah. Ice cold glass of water does the world right. I mean that puppies. That thing. Down that thing goes better. Seconds. You've never seen me do this, but <laughs> it's a dangerous thing. A water <laughs> bottle, I can. Take a water bottle, like just out of the fridge or whatever, mm-hmm. and drink it in less than like a, a second. It goes. I can just squeeze the entire yeah. thing until yeah, those it, like it shoots down the back of my throat. there's professional really, water drinkers. It's that really that? gross. Don't yeah. take it that way. But uh, yeah, it goes. The water <laughs> goes down my throat. Yeah, go into detail, Greg. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. But I, I get that. Cause I, I would assume like with a juicer, cause a lot of those like juices that you get from like the stores have all of that other stupid yeah. shit in it. That... And
1: I'm never that type of dude who go like stresses out about the shit they add into shit. Mm. But it's true that this they that the amount of crap that they put into those juices and drinks mm-hmm. that is what makes it like not refreshing oh yeah because it's designed like especially pop it's like a diuretic so you drink it and it's like scientifically it makes you thirstier thirstier because yeah. it dehydrates you and you pee and then you get thirstier right but like it's it's like a marketing ploy it's obviously everyone knows like coke is designed to be addictive mm-hmm. you drink it and you want more it's like how potato chips
0: are designed right but like i've uh, i've also like i can drink a bunch of pop And that's a good, like, instead of me eating a meal, like I've I've done that where I just like to push off that, like hunger. Yeah. I'll have caffeine, like a pop or something. Yeah. And it goes away for a little bit and then it comes back later. It's just pushing off the inevitable, you know, just like (laughs) eventually you're going to have to eat some food. To no. get rid of this, I'm like, no, Dr. You're, Pepper, <laughs>
1: yeah, you're going to keep giving me your 23 flavors. Your body's telling you that, and yeah. your brain is Consuelo
0: from Family Guy going, no no, 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 Mr. Superman, no, here, no. I have no money. Oh. So, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, though, of that thirst quench. Yes. Which, that's which a weird word to I say, have but...
1: been able to find the perfect situation to get that out of water, which is... Uh, I now, and obviously being diabetic, I don't eat a lot of chocolate anymore, obviously. But like, if I, when the, in the few conditions where I do eat chocolate, I never wash it down with milk anymore. It's water. Mm -hmm. Water is the most refreshing thing to wash down chocolate with. I might be like a social pariah for saying that and everyone's going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? But try it. It's so refreshing to wash down chocolate and get that like chocolatey build up in your mouth after eating a Hershey bar ice cold water boom it's perfect it's like it's like fl- it's like flushing a toilet in your
0: mouth I well that is an interesting <laughs> both thought both visually
1: and in satisfaction but
0: I can't say that I've ever taken a chocolate bar had it and then drank milk afterwards oh wait really yeah I, I like once again, I think the only time I ever drink milk, first off, not like Nest Quick and stuff. Yeah. I would do strawberry. I would not. Oh. I would not do the chocolate milk. I'm not. It was never a chocolate milk guy. Really? Growing up in high school was white two percent all the way. Whatever. At school lunch, you mean? At school lunch and everything. Oh, wow. I would. I would like if they for some reason were out of white. I would get a chocolate and just give that to somebody else because there was, like, I don't know if you know this, but. Back in high school, chocolate milk, like some people would like. They they treated it like it was crack. It was like oh, I just need a, need a little bit <laughs> like more the, of that pr- chocolate like the prison milk cafeteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just they're shanking people in the corners. Just <laughs> give me that chocolate. The number two pencil. Yeah, pretty much. But, um. So yeah, I I can't say That's that bizarre. I've. I can't say I've so ever. So what
1: do you, what do you wash down chocolate with? Then just nothing. You walk around with that chocolate taste in your mouth? Probably
0: pop, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. Like I drink, yeah, yeah. I, dri- I, drink a, in, I drink pop and drink pop in here. the worst uh ways, I guess. Like you I could probably run a marathon. Oh no, okay. If I ever run a marathon, <laughs> the, the world has like frozen yeah. frozen over, which it is very cold outside. Pretty much, but, yeah. Uh yeah, I I don't I don't really drink anything. It's it's pop, water, beer, whatever, yeah. and the occasional other, like, soft drink. Like, I've been getting into these Celsiuses, I think is what they're called. Celsius? Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, I think I have, like, a sparkling orange juice type, mm-hmm. type deal. And those are kind of, like, it for me. Yeah. So, you're going to well, use that juicer and get all of your nutrients and it's going to quench that thirst that you've been looking for.
1: Well, like I said, I tried it for the first time like literally like 3 hours ago. Oh, and I and of course I we only, the only fruit we had in the fridge was grapes. Luckily it was a whole pack because a whole pack of grapes makes 2 cups of grape juice. <laughs> yeah. You have to shove the whole goddamn thing in there. And then run it and it just trickles out in tiny little drops. So. so like
0: you you like pulled out like the vines and stuff. Like the Yeah, yeah. The, you pull it off the you, vine. Pull, you just put all the grapes in there. Yep. And then it just gives you the juice. What do you do with the excess? Just throw it away?
1: Well, they I read in the instruction manual that you're you can use that for a whole bunch of different like the pulp. You can oh, use it for a whole bunch I, of I guess other like stuff.
0: some people make like jams and stuff. Jams. They say you, you can, can make, make fertilizer
1: out of it, that's really good. Whoa. They say you can Make like I think they said it's like fruit bark, which is kind of like fruit by the foot, mm. but not horrible for you, mm. I'm sure it's still bad for you because you have to add a whole bunch of stuff to it,
0: but that sounds interesting
1: but yeah i tried. i basically juiced an entire bunch like those like those things you get in the grocery store that's like it's like a bunch of grapes in a plastic bag with yeah. a handle one whole thing though made two cups. And I'm not talking about like tall cups. I mean like a legit just, cup yeah. of grape juice. And I, I drank it and I was like, that is fucking delicious. So it's just pure grape juice. It's just, you don't taste any of that like sugar, sugar. sweet sugar. Yeah. There's yep. no, it doesn't, it's not syrupy. It's like almost, it's almost to the consistency of water.
0: But just. It's just. Oh, grape. It was delicious. Grape juice.
1: I, I, I won't say it was worth the amount of work because you have to take a whole bunch <laughs> yeah. of grapes and take them all off the vine and put them on the bunch and put them in the thing and I
0: mean if you think about it the dollar the dollars that you put towards those grapes probably would have lasted longer than if you just ate the grapes probably yeah but to get that pure quenching thirst quenching taste It's probably, like, the juice is worth the squeeze, you know, as they say. It was good. I I guess maybe that does make sense, that that saying, but.
1: And it had, I mean, all flavored liquids on earth have, like, an aftertaste. Mm -hmm. And these did, but it didn't last near as long as, like, a cup of freaking grape syrup mixed with a little bit of water that you get when you buy, like, a jug of grape juice. Yep. Which I love grape juice. I can't really have it because I'm diabetic. That's another thing. I uh, can actually drink this juice without having without to, having to deal worry with the as much yeah. about the the sugar in it. But yeah, and of course, me being an immature child at heart in an adult body. I just, like, realized for some reason after getting the juicer that, like, oh, you can put, like, multiple types of fruit in there at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah, it just doesn't
0: have to just be one.
1: There's no law that yeah. says you can only juice one type of fruit. The, 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 the vegan
0: police don't come the to your I house. say unless they... <laughs> they don't, they don't come police. to your house and just stop you, like, whoa, 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 only one fruit yeah. per squeeze, Per all right? squeeze. That's
1: all you get. Don't you dare be mixing them fruit bloods together. We, we can't have we can't have this happen again. <laughs> can't, can't go back to 1942. <laughs> can't have a re, re, repeat of the great pomegranate juice of 1953.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh,
1: the, the one I'm looking forward to the most is pineapple because oh. I don't like eating pineapple, but I love the taste of pineapple.
0: Interesting. It's like pine, it's so, just like, like the you don't like the texture. The
1: not really the texture. It's like the. It's just the work that has to go into, like, carving it out.
0: I'm just so tired of eating this food. You have to chew it. You have to move your lower mandible up and down, and I just, I hate it. You know we're doing that a bunch right now.
1: I know, right? I'm getting tired out already. Is this podcast over yet? This
0: podcast is barely 20 minutes in. Dang.
1: That's only, like, a quarter of our (laughs) (laughs) podcast.
0: But, uh. So but it's
1: just—it's the juice. It's like when you bite into a pineapple, and that's the best part about a pineapple is oh. when you first bite into it, and it's just that—it's like a fruit gusher. Oh, yeah. but of the like, you,
0: you, the initial burst of taste, oh, yeah, Dude, is
1: worth it. I can't wait to do it to pineapples. Oh, that's well, that's been you pretty. You can nice. you can quote me on that. That could be the first quote of the podcast. I can't, I can't wait. wait to do it to pineapples. <sighs> Heck <sighs> yeah!
0: This is going to be taken slightly different, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So you got a bunch of out of context shit that's gonna happen. Oh yeah, so much, so many things that will probably be taken in sexual innuendos. Probably, probably that pineapple in your endo, but whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say most of it's probably gonna be done by us live on the on the podcast. Yeah,
0: we're immature children. Yes, we're we're ten year old boys inside thirty year old dudes. Yep. But well, don't say that either. (laughs) That's also poor phrasing. (laughs) Wait, hold on. It's (laughs) phrasing. Take, take it back, uh, video editor guy <laughs> yeah. erasing this.
1: But, Go ahead. So, Juicer. Juicer. Anything else? The other big kind of present was I. Uh, and this is so out of character for me because I've never really wanted to do anything that was similar to this. Uh, I recently wanted to get into like wood whittling.
0: Okay.
1: Like taking like a block of wood and, and whittling just, it into like whatever yep. you want. Because I've never been that kind of dude who wants to work with his hands, like, and get into carpentry and, and do that stuff. I've never been that kind of... The only thing I use my hands for is freaking video games uh, and typing on a computer. Yep. But I just randomly was like, one day I just really kind of thought about it and couldn't stop thinking about, like, that would actually be a kind of relaxing thing that is also kind of helping your, like, hand-eye coordination. And at the end of it, you get something because i told everyone in my family like i wanted to get into wood whittling and of course i told them like you're not getting any more gifts from me for the rest of our lives that aren't just a wood sculpture of something you have gift you just have gifts for
0: people at that point yeah, it's they're going to get sick of it but who cares like you you you're just hoping that your skill is like good enough to that you can actually start to make shapes and stuff it's like here you start off and it's like here's a block of wood <laughs> And then, and then eventually it's like, here's a block of wood with, like, the corner. It kind of looks like an eye. Yeah. It's and like a, it's eventually like it's like, this is a sculpture yeah. that I made completely out of wood. It's one-to-one of a person. <laughs> and you're just like, man, the detail is insane.
1: I've built a 200-foot one-to-one ratio Gundam suit outside my house. Yes. I recreated Noah's Ark. <laughs> it's outside for when the world floods. I'm ready. Speaking of which, I'm sure everyone will notice that there are no more trees in Kaleida. That know. is not related to this.
0: <laughs> all, all, all of the trees got cut <laughs> down to fund Evan's <laughs>
1: whittle. The Kaleida Ark. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, I got a bunch of, like, chisels and knives. and Because once I said cool. that I was getting into a new hobby, it, like, everyone in the family... Uh, mostly just my two brothers who are like into carpentry. Yep. Like my older brother Ryan and my younger brother Andrew, they've been working with wood for years. So the minute so they're I said, like,
0: they're kind of excited to yeah. be like, oh, we can share yeah. share that hobby together. Yep. And... They both got me books that are supposed to teach you a little bit about it. And mm-hmm. Ryan
1: gave me like a kind of like a pocket knife, but yep. it's a wood whittling knife. And then Andrew got me a set of wood chisels, and they're all like. I just hope it doesn't just uh, do, like, a whole bunch of other hobbies that everyone starts that just ends up up in the closet and never gets touched.
0: Yeah. Say, I... I can't say that I'm handyman either. No! Like, uh, no! I... I... I now, don't, don't get me wrong on this. I do, for some reason, enjoy... Like, the thing is, is growing up, I never had to deal with that, like, mm-hmm. having to be handy. Yeah. Because my father was the man that could do no wrong and everything he did was perfect. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I try to do something, he would just be like, well, you got to do it this way. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. You just fine. handle it. That's fine. And then he would just do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that that's kind of how that whole thing went. And I never really had to deal with, you know, I was the guy in the corner holding the... <laughs> uh holding the light holding the tools to hand off to him um but it wasn't really until like recently that i've started actually wanting to do that stuff just because never had to do it before yeah but like now it's like i'm excited i get excited when i have like power tools like yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just a thing when you when you get that power tool in your hand and you just press the button. And it's like, and you're like, oh, that <laughs> was thrilling. Power, <laughs> I feel, I feel powerful. I'm gonna go build, you hold it up,
1: build. You hold it up like He-Man. Yes, I have the, the power.
0: Yeah, and then you just, <laughs> then you just get struck by lightning yeah. as you hold it above your head because you it's biceps. raining outside and it's thunder and lightning. You hear off in the distance, He-Man. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, so you got the juicer, and then you yep. got whittling tools. Mm-hmm.
1: That That's like all pretty, the big stuff. Pr- pretty much the majority of what you got? I got The Thing on Blu-ray. The Thing is one of my... The Thing. The Thing. That's the, a movie? Yeah, the John Carpenter movie.
0: Oh, man, I have... Kurt Russell. I can't say that. I've seen it.
1: Well, Greg, guess what we're going to do a podcast on uh, very soon. All right. I know it's like a Halloween movie, because it's like a horror movie, but The Thing is
0: in... Is that, like, where he's dressed in, like, a green... Maybe I'm wrong. I'm thinking of, like, a thing that comes out of the water. Yeah, that's, like, Swamp Thing. Yeah, okay. That's not the same thing. I
1: don't want to go too in-depth, because I, I'm not joking. I really do. I would love to do a whole podcast where you watch the thing and then where we, talk we watch
0: movie. I I think when, when we get to it, we should do where I pick a movie that you haven't seen, and you pick a movie that I haven't seen, and then we talk for like the first half about the one and then the first the second half about the other that sounds awesome and then we'll give our like review at the end of yeah. what we thought and the thing is is with me like I would probably i'm I'm not picky when it comes to movies mm-hmm. like a lot of things please me yeah so but no I, I down down the road I'm totally game for that so one of my
1: by far my favorite Halloween movie -hmm it's definitely in the top five of my all-time favorite movies. The Thing. The Thing. Gotcha. And I just, I never got around to, I don't really buy Blu-rays anymore because we have so many streaming services. Yeah. And I have a huge Blu-ray collection. But every time we want to watch a movie it's that I own, it's on a streaming service, so we just turn it on the street. It's so, and I hate that. I like having a physical collection. I love, I've ever since I was a kid, I've loved collecting things. Yep. But I, it's just, you can't. I hate to say it, but you can't beat the convenience of just pressing a button and then boom, mm. it's on. Yep, I agree. And then after that, uh, I think uh, I think the only other thing, I, the only other kind of bigger thing I got was I got Pokemon Scarlet. Nice. So I'm playing that. Did you soon. get that
0: on the Switch? Switch? Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had a Switch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I guess I guess you did mention that in your <sighs> one upping of me with video yes. game consoles. So yeah, had I, I do recall that, that now. But, yes. No, my my Christmas was the Christmas itself was we had our Christmas early, which was yeah. back on my birthday, whatever. Um I basically got an Ohio State sweatshirt, which go Bucks, Buckeyes, <laughs> big fan. Um I'm legally obligated to say Go Bucks because I did go to Ohio State University. Right, so Right, right. So even though I don't watch the Bucks, I have to say Go Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I I I got that, and all of my family members had, like, shirts that... God, I can't even remember what they said on them. It was, like, most likely to, and then it was a different thing for each one of my mm-hmm. family members. Mine was most likely to throw a Christmas party. And, yep. And then, like, my mom's was most likely to watch all the Hallmark movies, and... My my dad's was like most likely to say hell I don't know like that (laughs) that that's just like the little funny things that each one each one had like my one brother in law had uh, most likely to empty the cooler it was just funny little some of them were inside jokes and some of them were like that you look at that person you're like yep that makes sense yep so we had that early and then I guess over the Christmas break. I went, I guess, last Thursday, which was a couple of days before Christmas, went on a coworker party bus. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we always usually do something after the, we have like our luncheon or whatever, and then the rest of the day we won't go back to work, and then afterwards we all decide to go somewhere and, you know, celebrate the break and whatnot, and that was fun. We went to a bunch of different bars, and, but... I got home, who knows when, when, whenever, it was late at night. It was getting very cold and bad out, like, weather-wise. Mm-hmm. So I got into this house, I went to bed, didn't think anything of it, woke up the next morning, unfortunately still wearing the clothes that I was the night before. Yeah. And But I was covered in, like, all of my blankets, and I just took the blankets off and immediately i was so cold and i realized oh god it must be below zero because i have heat pumps that Mm. these heat pumps uh they once you get below like zero degrees they can't keep up yeah so it's like for every couple of degrees it drops like five yeah so i i got up went went to look at the uh temperature in my house and my main temperature reader, which is like in my kitchen area, said fifty-one degrees. Woo! I think. Yeah, it's and chilly. And then I went back into like my mudroom, which is back by like my back door, mm-hmm. and that said forty-one degrees. Holy shit! So I, I, I basically just ran around the house, turning on all of the heaters and stuff, and yeah. uh, I ended up going. I think I ended up like. It took me five minutes to figure out this fireplace, how to turn that back on again, because I only have to turn that on, like, two or three times a year. Mm -hmm. And then it's only for, like... Apparently, the people that lived here before, I asked them, like, when I first bought the place, because it got really cold last year, like, how long can I leave this fireplace on? They're like, we had it on all year round. Or not all year, but, like, all all winter. winter. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, so... I let it run. I think I sat out here a couple of nights and I was like, oh, I think we're good. Then, finally, it wasn't until like Christmas Day. No, Christmas Eve. That was Saturday. Yeah, Christmas Eve uh, by like noon, two o'clock, something like that. I got the temperature back up to like 65 in here. Oh, damn. So, it was uh, a little cold. But... Yeah. And then, Christmas Day, uh, my family has this uh Sort of tradition. Like, we don't celebrate Christmas on Christmas anymore. So we, back when I lived with my mom and dad, we would hop in a vehicle, go to my sister's houses, see what the kids got, you know, every morning on that morning or whatever. And mm-hmm. then by roughly noon, we would have hit all the places. And then my parents being, you know, they like to gamble. And I yep. liked, get that from them. So mm-hmm. we would usually just run up to Toledo and gamble. So that's what we did on Christmas Day. Went and did that and it was fun. I just didn't really did, didn't really get all that crazy amount of stuff for Christmas. I mean, I got that drum set, the electric drum set, but yeah. that that's really part of it was my money and part of it was a gift. So mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. That's this. I'm a simple man. I see things and, like like we've said before, adult money. Yeah. You you see it if you can afford it, and you're not gonna be mad about it. You're probably gonna get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the ultimate caveat. Yeah. You just and and as and, I, and as
0: a gambler that I am, like, <laughs> you you're you're more likely to lose money than you are to win money. You're so it's like man, it's, it's like
1: whatever. But, hey, an electric jump set's a fucking
0: awesome Christmas gift. It no matter who it's get coming to or coming from. And and I and that's another thing. Like I I would like us to sometime talk about just the fact that our our enjoyment of music and mm-hmm. how it's kind of shaped us. I would I would like to have a podcast about that sometime where we just sort of go through our history. I guess of. What we did, music wise, you know, just what we listened to and grown up and all that. So I would imagine that would be a quite a few podcasts. Oh yeah, I, it's probably it's probably more than just one. But, yeah. Because I know, I know, music's been a big impact on I would say both of our lives and in and, and anyone really. If if music hasn't impacted you, then you must have a boring life. Yeah. Sorry, all of you people out there, but. Yeah. We'll, well yeah. get
1: into that because I do have someone in my life that doesn't that that they she just would doesn't have any connection to music. <sighs> if it's like a song that she likes and it's on, she'll be like, "Yeah," but I don't think I've ever seen her turn on music.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, that was basically my Christmas break. Just doing that. Went to church, you know. Yep. And it was it was good. So, but other than that, that was. Pretty much all it was, and now we're back to work and you you're still off, yeah, from off till uh till, till after the first january second or third i'm j- I'm jealous that would be nice, but yeah, yeah, it's whatever, so yeah, I guess anything else before we get into the topic of the day uh, I mean other than uh I will say.
1: Uh, the biggest thing. So this year, um, usually Selena handles the gift wrapping. Um, yeah. I don't know if I actually stated it outright for those of you who don't know. Uh, we have two, she has two girls that we, we both parent and, uh, you, so every year before this, she kind of handles the gift wrapping cause she's very artsy like that. Like her. When I gift wrap, when before when I gift wrapped a present, it was like wrap it, cut it at a jagged angle, tape it down with a piece of scotch, and then throw it on the pile. Yeah. That was it. And then put a sticker on it and write to whatever from Evan. That was like the most effort I'd put into a gift wrap. Whereas her, she like decorates them with like handmade bows. She mm. makes bows. She puts, she like glues like ornaments and acorns on them and wraps them in different. It's like so freaking Etsy. So it looks really nice. Yes. Well, this year, uh, like Christmas, the whole week before Christmas and then Christmas Eve and Christmas day. And actually even a little bit now, I think she's been sick. And so she's like barely had any energy to do it. Um, so I was like, well, I I guess I'm going to have to step up to the plate here. He's so just just
0: oh, I guess I can help out.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not from a lack of wanting to help. It's right a lack
0: right. of I have no freaking skill in wrapping presents. Well, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh I I will say that I've probably p- picked up a few tricks mm-hmm. from, you know, my mom's wrapping of gifts mm-hmm. because I for the last several years, I've had to help her. I guess it oh, because yeah. she's getting older and it's mm-hmm. just harder because all of the gifts that like my like we do gifts and then my sisters still want like stuff wrapped and it's 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 like you're getting it on Christmas. You already <laughs> you already know what you're getting. Yeah, just just put it in your put it in your house. Say this was what I got for Christmas. Yeah, let's not go through the extra step of wrapping it. But I get it. It's Christmas. Mm. Everything needs to be wrapped under the tree. Yep. Whatever. But over the past couple of years, with both my parents being older, I just had to help them do that. And I think I've p- picked a few things up, like, and and this is kind of funny, back to the whole me being a TikToker, uh, mm-hmm. just like two days ago or a day ago, I saw my phone scrolling through and it was like, can't wait for the argument to happen. When my mother finds out that my brother used her seventy dollar wallpaper as Ooh. gift wrapping, and he just has a bunch of like uh. a bunch of presents in like this like floral pattern, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's not even Christmas like like what are you wrapping for? like this is for when you have died this is the this is the <laughs> gift you get." when you die the floral pattern wrapping. I have wrapping. Preemptively wrapped your funeral presents. Yeah, yes. Okay. Christmas Christmas presents are great, but death presents, they got to be hell yeah. They got to be real nice. Goes death presents, Christmas presents, birthday presents. Oh god, I bet it's I bet that's I bet that's just great, you know, waking up in your coffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz people didn't check your yep. heartbeat and you're like, oh, oh, "What is what is this? And you're just underneath the ground." And, yeah. Oh. The present—they've already stuffed it full p- of formaldehyde. P- they put it inside the coffin with you, and <laughs> like, man, it'd be really cool if I had my cell phone. I could take the light out and see. Yeah, because I'm just in complete darkness. I'm complete right Complete darkness, can't see anything. Yeah. That's why I think all coffins should have pre-built lights and speakers, so that you can enjoy even in the afterlife. Even in the afterlife, yeah. <laughs> you, you can hook enjoy, your phone up, enjoy, enjoy lights and music
1: even in the afterlife. That's a pretty pleasant afterlife just whatever music you want for the rest
0: of eternity i've seen i've seen the uh the jokes uh where they it's like a video of a funeral or whatever like they're mm-hmm. about to lower the person down into the ground and then like they wanted this sound to be played as they're being lowered and it's just like them going hey let me out of here <laughs> Just like wow. one last, like make everybody la- yep. laugh as you're going down. The saddest part of the funeral, yes. And then just the, that last and just, little pump of
1: lightheartedness. Yeah. So, yeah, I can. I know a few people who'd probably do that. Oh, And yeah. you're
0: one of them. So, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll see. I, I'll I'll have balloons or something at mine. <laughs> Party balloons. Yeah, everyone has to when when they do the what is it eulogy. Yeah, everyone has to take a hit of helium, and then <laughs> and then give the speech. Yeah, that would be of, a, a, of the eulogy. Yeah, I I want no, I want no sadness. I only want laughter. Only want but laughter. That that that'd be fun. But yeah, I can do it with that. I want a little bit of sadness, but mostly well, laughter. Now, yeah. I mean, hopefully that's. You know, yeah. You know, years from, from now, now, but whatever. Uh, but I was, uh, but yeah, I had to
1: step up to the plate and, uh, I did a decent job. The only, my only problem is I, I can't cut straight. Mm. I can't do it. And I don't mean just like in a straight line. I mean, I can't get the scissors to glide through the paper like you're supposed to. Yep. So it like, it literally like Jack, it like makes a lightning bolt shape. Just I could, every single present I wrapped had that on there. I couldn't get it to to not work. But other than that, I got pretty Etsy with it. I got I put the little decorations on,
0: little bows. So I I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there that this exists where, you know, like aluminum foil? Yeah they have that but for but gift for the wrapping, wrapping where you can just like put the thing down and then you just rip it across the serrated edges oh greg i think i think hold might on million to... dollar idea yeah, video editor to, uh, guy uh, write that remove, down real quick remove this uh we, <laughs> yeah we, we, it can't, we can't let people know about this amazing product that me and evan just both well PM'd. you can say that you can say that this is the yeah, audio this, this is patent. the proof. Yeah. This is patent number 2,475,492. <laughs> December whatever. 27th, 2022 is when we're recording this. That's yes, it is. the inception of the idea. It is 922. So. Yes. But... But, uh,
1: wrapped quite a few. They turned out really good. And, like, I spent... Probably, I mean, we the year before we got it done a lot sooner, but things that were just so hectic this year that we got most of our wrapping done on Christmas Eve. Mm. Um, I mean, I got some of the the big presents wrapped before then, but like most of the wrapping of all the gifts happened to Christmas Eve, and it just and I know this is cliche to say at this point, and this this is the whole culmination of my point here, is that I I I finally get that like joke about grownups who like spend hours wrapping gifts only for it to be destroyed in like two seconds when they open it and i'm like i'm watching my i'm watching my stepdaughter rip open this this package of like this this freaking stuffed animal thing that's in a cauldron it's like a magic mixie is what it's called it's the big thing she wanted that was from santa Selena, don't let her listen to this. Otherwise, she's going to learn that that was from us, not Santa. But uh, she opened it up and she just rips it open and she's so happy that she got the biggest thing on her list. And she was, she was, you could see the joy in her eyes. And behind mine were just,
0: man, that was. I spent an hour wrapping that yesterday. (laughs) And you just tore it apart. Like, in that same concept, like, don't you think all. Cake designers should have just been sculptors. Yeah, like you're making a cake that looks really nice, but it's gonna get destroyed as soon as someone cuts into yeah. it. It's like maybe you should just like, ah, here's the sculpture of what the cake would have looked exactly. like, and then here's the sh- the layer sheet <laughs> cake that you get. Well, that's the thing.
1: Even even they get a picture of their thing taken. Well, right. You I don't guess. take pictures of
0: presents before you. Well, something a lot of parents do. I think they you do. Well, they take parent or, Shit, why didn't I think oh, of that hold on Self they a bitch. they they just uh like the morning of they'll take pictures of their kids with all of the gifts in the background yeah that way they know like hey they were really really lucky this year Yeah. And next year's not going to be so next good but whatever scarce. but uh no i i i think like my sister she did this thing this year and i think it was one of those pinterest type things where she made snowmen out of cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. So it was like big box, middle-sized box, yeah. small box, and turned them snowmen and wrapped mm-hmm. them in Christmas wrapping and whatnot. And I was just like, hopefully there were gifts inside there. like <laughs> Otherwise those kids would just be like, well, Mom, that was really cool that we got these Santa wrappings that have nothing inside of them. <laughs> You're just gonna bust these out every year. Every year. I mean, otherwise, just why do it? But whatever. That's maybe that's me being a Scrooge right now. But well, I I will I'll
1: still admit that it's that parent thing where like you see the joy on their faces and they yeah. make it makes it worth it. But it's just like I guess it was just that present in particular because Aurora, the older one, she got like something that came in a box, so that didn't take me that long audrey wanted like i said this cauldron thing with like a stuffed animal inside of it that was in this like only the bottom part of it was a cardboard box the rest of it is just the toy sticking out yeah and it's like in the shape of a cauldron so i was like how the hell am i going to wrap this thing so i look up how to like wrap it in like this where you like fold it all up and then you roll the top down so like it looks like a gift bag almost yep and then you put, like, holes in it, and then you run twine through or whatever, and I did all that, and then she's just like,
0: Done. there it is! Gone. It's gone. Poof. Oh, just God. gone forever. God, you said that, and that <laughs> just made me think of, so, this was a gift probably four or five years ago now. hmm The Hatchimal. I don't know if you remember oh, this yeah. thing. I remember Hatchimals. My goddaughter, that's all she wanted for Christmas that year, so I was like, all right, I'll um, Get in line on Black Friday, and I'll get this damn Hatchimal. I mean, this is true. They were,
1: like, hard to find, too. This
0: was when Walmart was open the day of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I got there at 2 p.m., got in line, and the sale didn't start until 6 o'clock. Holy cow. So I did not get out of Walmart until, like, 7 o'clock mm-hmm. because there was already people for yeah. me at like one o'clock or whatever, whenever time they got there. And, you know, I, you, you put so much time into getting the thing and then you wrap it. And then, yeah, I get the wrapping. I, I understand. It's like, Oh, that sucks. That took me time to do, mm-hmm. but this freaking Hatchimal might be the dumbest gift of all time because <laughs> my, like basically it's an egg Mm-hmm. and you press the button on the bottom to turn it on, and then you wait anywhere from, like, I don't know, two minutes to, like, half an hour, and or something like that. It's, like, two minutes to half an hour. Yeah. And eventually it hatches. Yeah. And then you don't use the egg ever again. It's just the animal it's inside just the of it. animal. Holy cow, yeah. And... I can't even tell you if the animal did anything. It might have, like, talked, but I have no idea. And I just looked at this thing and I was like, well, that was a waste. (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't you at least turn the egg into something useful? Yeah, like a crib or something for it? Just, like, put it inside, like, and then reactivate it. Like, put, (laughs) put the top that's, like, cracked off just, like. Yeah, just shove it back into its egg. Put that back in. Get back in there. This will be my alarm clock. It'll pop up. You're going to hatch again and again, (laughs) over and over again for the rest of your life. That is the circle of life, just pressing down on this egg and closing (laughs) it until they go back up. But,
1: uh, no. Yeah, that's like Jingle All the Way levels, man.
0: Oh, God, that's a good movie. I like Schwarzenegger.
1: Going and waiting in line. The only thing, I've never had to do that, but uh, the closest thing I did, I was on the receiving end. Because my parents did that for well, I guess it's our whole family, not just me, but our whole, our parents did that for the Wii when oh. it first came out. They were like, I think my mom or my dad was like at, I think it was like Toys R Us or Walmart, like almost having to fight people off to get the Wii because it was such a high seller that year. You couldn't get it.
0: You were lucky if you got one. So, and for our non-video game listener people. The Wii was one of the first consoles that you used hand motions with, yeah. which was awesome at mm-hmm. the time, uh, unprecedented
1: for video game stuff. The at fact home. that
0: the fact that you could swing your hand around and play tennis and ping yep. pong and box with these little handheld remotes, like I mean now nowadays, like using a. Remote to control your TV with like pointing it at mm-hmm. the TV and the little arrow shows up where you're pointing. Like now, everybody knows about that, but that was for its time, like huge a huge step in that technology. I yeah. think, but
1: and ironically, now it's the thing everyone looks back on with the most distaste. It's yeah, the fucking <laughs> terrible Wii motion controls.
0: Well, you know it's funny because they basically took that technology. And stole it from themselves for Duck Hunt on the original Nintendo. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I don't know if you knew this, but you know like the little sensor that they had for the Wii? Mm Mm-hmm. You could use candles instead of the sensor. For some reason, if you put two candles, one at the left and one at the right of the TV... Mm -hmm. your sensor would still work because it's using like infrared or something like that, that I don't know how that works, but maybe this was one of those. I saw it on the internet and it was was fake. Like you need that uh, cap or what was it? Truth or cap or whatever the hell it's called. The people that tests out if something's fake or not. Maybe I need someone to prove this (laughs) wrong to me. Prove me right on that. But I, I saw that and I was just like that seems really strange but yeah but no like the like duck hunt you pointed your gun at the screen and that was like a it was the old boob tube TVs yeah and the way that that worked was for a split frame when you fired every single pixel besides the spot that you shot went out yeah so it was it it would like it was like almost like this is the one that I want. This single pixel on this TV, mm-hmm. everything goes black, and it to the human eye you barely notice it. Yeah, and you know with the Wii, they they just went well. You know, let's kind of bring that back because I I I think they made like a version of Duck Hunt for the Wii. Yeah, where you could like hunt or shoot yeah. shoot ducks or something like that. It came with a gun. Yeah, like a well,
1: gun peripheral for the Wii remote.
0: So I mean. That's just technology stealing from itself on on that end. And I mean, it I don't worked. know if
1: this is yeah, I don't know if this is true still. But for the longest time, the Wii was the most the most successful console ever released.
0: I I would I would believe that for like the initial launch of wow, it's new and people are just like yeah, let's do that. But also, I think the Switch might have actually beaten it. So but... so like I had the Connect for Xbox which yeah. was just a video camera me too. that yeah. uh, control it followed your movement as long mm-hmm. as you had like a well-lit room yeah. it knew that a person was in frame and it would find the hands yeah I it like would track your hands that technology was kind of stolen too because uh, my neighbor had played my up uh, before you <laughs> my, my, my neighbor before you uh, when I lived at home he had the PlayStation 2 that came with the iToy I think it was yeah. and it was you play it had like a couple of PlayStation games that you use you know your movements as well so it's it's technology's been around for a while it's just people use it differently yeah so but yeah um i guess now that we've spoken for roughly not quite an hour. Yeah. We should probably get to the topic into at the hand. Topic. Uh, so probably not going to take us super long, but, uh, my topic. And I guess the one that we sort of agreed upon was, uh, the new year. Cause you know, that's right around the corner, 2023. And, uh, the topic is basically just things that go with the new year. So, I was gonna start with asking you, uh, what is gonna be your New Year resolution? Oh, I don't
1: need to bring that up then. Uh, new Year's resolution. I've never bought into New Year's resolutions.
0: Never. Not even. Not even for like the first two weeks, like every other person in America.
1: I've never. Yeah, I've never like resolved at the, at the beginning of a new year to do something that year.
0: Just it. Never. It, it like, never. I mean, it never came to you. Just like. I'm going to do this. I'll try this. Nope. Nope. Just because like for the longest time, if I just, if I
1: was like, if I wanted to try it, I'll just try it. Oh. And no matter what point. And I, I, I mean, I will admit I'm, I'll probably die early because of it, but I've never resolved to like get in shape for, for this is my year to turn into the perfect me. I've yeah. never really done that. I just <sighs> kind of go with the flow. I've always just kind of went
0: with, yeah, yeah, God damn it, Greg. Good. you're sucking on these topics so far. <laughs> Fuck. No, that's my fault. Uh, well, no. do you do you have one then?
1: I, have... I guess. Hold on. Maybe I guess I'll give the short answer, the lame answer, and say that my re- my resolution for 2023 is to is to get this podcast
0: started, started, <laughs> started, and, and, and gone,
1: and keep it going, and, and hopefully,
0: hopefully, uh, by the time the new year comes, we'll have released something or yeah. close to that. Uh, but for me this year, 2023, or I guess upcoming year, 2023, I, I don't know. I, I've done some things in the past where it's like, yeah, this will be the year that I get in shape. This will be the year that, uh, maybe I don't, you know, spend as much. There's this is, like, this will be the year that like, I do this, I do that. So I think this year. I'm going to do, and I don't know if you've heard of this, it's the $5 challenge. No. It is, it's a, it's a saving method mm-hmm. where you're only allowed to use bills besides a five. If you have a five in your wallet, you have to take it out and put it into like a savings. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of like your way of building a little side pot, I guess, Yeah, for you to go back on and do something with the following year or whatever Mm -hmm. so i think in 2022 i'm gonna attempt probably won't remember all the time (laughs) because i'll just be like oh it's a five dollar bill and i'll just use it but i think i'm gonna attempt it where i can just do five bucks here and there and i'll put that into an envelope somewhere off to the side and yeah eventually bring it into the bank and just load that up but I don't know. That's probably that's probably all I'm gonna do, I don't or even I, try and do for 2023. I don't think
1: I carry cat would. I'm. I don't carry cash enough to for that to even be an option for me. You're just pure card. I, yeah, I I just use card for everything, yeah. and
0: I know that's not smart, but I just never carry cash. Well, I mean, it's it's better than like the opposite people that only use cash, like and don't use cards, because uh, growing up, I. I didn't have a credit card until very late in my life. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know if you know this to get good credit, you have to have credit. <laughs> so, and to have credit, you have to have a credit card mm-hmm. or some sort of uh constant bill that you're paying yeah. off. Yeah. And you know, I guess back when I was, uh, Back when I was living in Columbus, you know, I had rent and stuff like that to my name. But mm-hmm. then when I came back home, started working again, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely need a credit card. Yeah. So, I mean, I've only had a credit card for probably six years now. I, I still don't have a credit card. Really? Yeah. It's, it's Just all, all I, debit?
1: Yeah. And I have a pretty damn good – this is getting real – Adult, Adult.
0: grown-up, boring
1: Adult. shit. I like, I've got quite an impressive credit, credit scoring, score, Greg.
0: Well, I mean, as long as you have bills, like a constant yeah. bills, it, you can use your debit card as a credit card, yeah. and like that works. That's all they're doing is scoring how well you keep how, up on how, paying as, bills. Are you a decent human being yeah. that pays bills on time? <laughs> that is how you get scores. I think some people think that the higher your credit score is, the better of a person you are. And I'm sure in their world, that's in their world, true. that's probably true. Yeah. But uh, in reality, in, in the real world, with some other pe- humans, some people it. just don't have bills <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> up until a certain point. And, yeah. but no, I, I going back to the whole twin, like resolution thing, like I'm probably just going to do the $5 challenge. Like the, I think it's a $5 challenge or something like that. And I'm just going to. Save every time I have a five dollar bill in my wallet, just take it out, put it off to the side, and see how well that goes. Hopefully, I have enough money that I can like do like a trip or something somewhere. But I mean that you never realize how much, uh, like how how many times you go through something until like you've done it. I guess mm-hmm. so. Like I would assume, like like for me. I collect all my change and stuff, so like quarters and stuff. At the end of the year, I can go bring that and bring that to the bank, and that that's a fairly decent amount. Just from terrible, terrible thing. That's how much I just go to like fast food places, and then I just yeah. throw it in my little cup yep. off to the side, and it's like, oh, yep, yeah, just save that for later. But um, that's all I'm going to try this year. So
1: I was going. Well, I was going to say, I guess real quick i guess if i had to like if you held a gun to my head right now and forced me to pick a resolution which you are doing at this moment right uh yeah uh, but
0: they can't see that cuz we don't have video yet i'm just i'm currently aiming my pistol i at was Evan. i i don't know
1: i don't people i don't know if he wanted me to bring any attention to that but yes he did discreetly pull A gun out and is aiming it at my head.
0: I did put a piece of paper up at the same time that said, "Do not say anything about this." So if this is our last podcast, that's really unfortunate. Oh, I I kind of missed that. I guess. Yeah, it's it's right in front of my mic, so I can't see. You're you're dyslexic. It's it's cool.
1: So, uh, (laughs) but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I I guess if I had to if if I had to pick a resolution. Which is, I told you, that's just how I think. Where it's not really resolution; it's just like a new you just hobby. Do it. Which is the wood whittling thing. Yeah. I guess that my resolution would be to like get actually, in. actually spend time reading the books I got and learning like the basics of how to create tiny little sculptures. With well, wood,
0: so if you get like a soundproof box that you can like put your hands into, you could whittle while we do this podcast. It's true. And I could do that. I think that would just be great, because then I could be like, what you doing? What you doing? will uh, we'll, put, we'll put a window in it so you can a, see put, it. Uh, put a little thing that I can just like lift up and yeah. be like, oh, yeah, it's a very nice piece of wood
1: you have there. Thank you very much. I was making it just for you, Greg. Oh. It's a wooden block with a slightly rounded corner. I like it a lot. I you can uh, use it for like a bookmark for a really <laughs> thick book. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to
0: use a piece of wood... <laughs> In a book, I think any librarian would shoot you Probably. if you used a piece of wood t- as a bookmark. <laughs> a very thin piece of wood technically is a bookmark. That's true. But that is very true. P- paper is wood. That it is true. If, Oh, boy. So, do you have the second topic, or do I need to come up with another one, for re- revolving around New Year's? Anything. Uh. Anything New Year's.
1: I liked uh, your I'm now looking at a list and oh. I like your original idea of a topic where of I know we might be alienating a certain f- group of people but upcoming video games of 2023
0: oh. Yeah.
1: So and I mean if you wanted to bring it up on your screen we can
0: So I I, I kind of have an idea of video games that are coming up in uh 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh one specifically that I have quite a bit of interest into if I can pull this up fast enough. So, the biggest one I would say uh that's going to be fairly soon. They're coming out with a Hogwarts Harry Potter yep. game. Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. Legacy, yeah. Uh that just sounds awesome because I used to play the Harry Potter games all the time. Yeah. Like I had I think I had Chamber of Secrets on Xbox, yep. uh, long, long time ago, and the best uh,
1: one was by far Prisoner of Azkaban. Really? Yeah.
0: I think, I think I played Prisoner of Azkaban because that's when they like introduced. Was that they introduced like Hogsmeade and being able to like go everywhere? The uh, Chamber of Secrets had that. So Chamber of Secrets, I remember specifically the house point totals. Yes. And that was, like, a big thing. Yep. Um, But, yeah.
1: That was, uh, you could go outside Hogwarts and then just fly around Hogwarts on a broomstick. Oh,
0: yeah, that was awesome. That That was was, a cool thing. That was fun. Then they
1: did it even better. And in Prisoner of Azkaban, you could go out and there were just hippogriffs standing around. And you could get on them and fly around Hogwarts. That shit was the coolest thing ever.
0: So, for people out there that don't know about this game hogwarts legacy is basically i think it's be, i think it takes place before harry potter yes um so you basically just you play as a new student and you go and do the classes and stuff that they do in the movies and you see the different types of uh, creatures and stuff like that and then you know of course the best part is you get to cast spells yeah. So, uh that's that's a big one. I think that's coming out. The big
1: the biggest draw to it was is that like we just said with those other games that it's free roam. Yeah. They I think they said they created most of just a giant Hogwarts that you can explore and uh like every aspect of like going to school at Hogwarts is there. It's mm-hmm. basically what we used to play as kids when we'd all get together and we would every kid group did it our age where you got together and you did classes as Hogwarts and like you get to create potions and cast spells and get grades and get points for your house. And
0: I, I think it's going to be great to go back and get back into the Harry Potter universe. Just cause mm-hmm. like I have seen all of the Harry Potter movies, read the books yep. Um I did not watch the most recent uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them uh, series. I, I, I watched the first two movies, I believe. Gotcha. I did not watch the Albus Dumbledore. Yeah. Uh, whatever that Dang movie one was. You're I, more caught up than I am. Well, I the guy that played Newt uh, Scamander in the in the uh, Fantastic Beasts movies. Uh, I, for some reason, I always thought he was a good actor. Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, it's yeah, he's a, great. Yeah, so I, I, for some reason was okay. This is gonna be a good one, and then they have the comedic uh, buddy that they have in it. Dan Fogler. Yeah. Uh, God, you just no names.
1: Okay, I guess real quick, <laughs> I'll, I have. I'm gonna have to say it and everyone who knows me knows this, I'm a really stupid individual. I do not know a lot of facts that matter. But if there's one thing that I'm, I'm just like almost Asperger's level of just being able to recall on on point is actors and actresses and the roles they do. Even for movies I don't know. So if, if that... If, in case you're wondering, I'll have Greg corroborate. I do not have my phone open and just yeah. am able to look this shit up really quick. It's it's face down. It's so. my one talent in this world is being able to, to just instantly recall. I don't know why that's the one that my brain chose. I've been able to do it since I was like high school. It's my one thing that I can do.
0: I am terrible with names and it doesn't matter if it's the guy that I've talked to like every other day in the office or if it's You know, a movie that I've seen, I'm just terrible with names. Mm -hmm. If I see your face and you look familiar, I just remember that I know you from somewhere. I don't remember your name. I'm terrible at names. I don't mean to be an asshole. But that's just the way that my brain processes things is you look familiar. And unless we've had like a heartfelt conversation, (laughs) my brain doesn't connect your name to your face. Unless that's happened. And even when it has, like, if I haven't seen you in a while, I forget you. And it, yeah. but I, but then I still remember you. Yeah. Like, I remember still remember face, you, just name. your name is gone. It's gone from my, my, my data bank. It's, it's, it's erased forever until you say like the first name. And then, yeah. that, and then I immediately remember your last name. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, God damn it. But well, d- don't get
1: me wrong, Greg. I don't know people's names. Just, I'm just as just bad, it's actors just, just actors and, 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 and stuff actresses. like that. But yeah, okay. I, so it's not even useful to me in regular life. It's well,
0: it, it's it's fun for trivia, true stuff like that. But yeah, uh, so I think that that game, the Hogwarts Legacy, that comes out roughly February. I think it might have got pushed back, but Maybe. it's still twenty twenty three. There's still
1: a lot of uh, yeah. They're even in this article that he's got up. They're even mentioning it. There's still a lot of pushback, but. From how J.K. Rowling's like involvement in it, and a lot of people are kind of anti J.K. Rowling now because of the things she said.
0: I don't even know what she said. She's
1: well. Well, we're not going to get political on this podcast. That's for sure. Okay. But yeah. the things she said was was were just uh anti-transgender. I guess oh, is how you categorize it. Yeah. Um which once again, whatever however you feel about that stuff that's fine. I'm just saying that's why people are pushing back against it. Yeah. It's because they don't want to support something that she's
0: connected to. But see, I am I'm terrible with the news. Yeah. As well. Like I think I like my my dad watches uh like the news all the time. Mm-hmm. And he just sits there and he yells at the TV and I'm just like, this is why I don't want cable, because nothing on the news is good. It's nope. all just people yelling about things that probably don't matter in the end, not and, the slightest. And I, that's that's totally a different, besides yeah. the point kind of thing. But it's funny because
1: it brings it up again. How that's going to be our tri- our catchphrase for this podcast is that. Is the phrase "We're definitely going to have a podcast on that," right? Because I and I I won't say that we're definitely going to have a podcast where we talk about politics. I mean, maybe
0: who knows in the future. We can we can go we can come to that line when we when we get there, I yeah. guess. But
1: but we will def. I, I can say that we will definitely have a podcast that's entirely based around Harry Potter. Yeah, because I could talk about Harry Potter I, forever. I could talk
0: for her, about Harry Potter forever. Uh, another game that I know you could probably talk about forever is this new Star Wars Jedi Survivor game. Yep. Which I think is just a sequel to the Star Wars game that they just had. Yep. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order yeah. was
1: the game that came out as Cal Moynihan as like a, a Jedi dealing with the Jedi being destroyed. Yep. So and this is just a continuation of that story I did play and beat that game.
0: I so I think I played to a point in that mm-hmm. because like I have games with gold so yeah. on Xbox which is just like a subscription yep. uh where I get access to like a lot of games and I can just download them and play them. Uh where I played that Fallen Order and the actor that they they base it off of is from Shameless. Yeah. So I was a big fan of that I I liked Shameless, that was a good show. Mm-hmm. Um so that kinda got me like, oh I wonder how this is gonna go. And like I'm I'm probably not near as big of a Star Wars fan as you are, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy Star Wars. So it was it was it was a good game, but they they went the and where to have when I got this too, and we talked about it before they went the Dark Souls route almost with this. Yes, um, not necessarily in difficulty level. I mean, it was probably not terribly hard, but oh, it is. Oh, I mean, it, I, I guess with me, I've played some of the Dark Souls, so I kind of knew what I was expecting. Oh, yeah, you're, now you're flexing on no, me, Scott No, I'm not <laughs> flexing because I did not beat all of the Dark Souls games. I just, I'm just saying, I, I kind of knew going into that game what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I should probably beat the first one before I play the second one. It's
1: a great story. Yeah. I mean, the gameplay definitely brought it down. I think
0: I did play it for, uh, where does uh, that take place in between? Like the, it's sort of can't supposed to be canon. Like they they go before I think it is like do they go before or after the movies like it takes place oh gosh it takes
1: place i believe like somewhere between 5 and 10 years after episode 3 okay so before episode 4 after episode 3 it is canon because it was made after the disney merger and they've made enough merchandise that it's kind of like it passes all the checks for what disney considers canon um and the story for the most part, they actually brought in the new, uh, the newest, well, I guess not newest at this point, the, the, the newest at this point is Andor, the, uh, Obi-Wan, the obi One show for, on Disney plus that came out a couple yeah. months ago. Yep. They actually brought in a few references from the game in, in that, to show that show that canonized that. So oh, that's cool. there's enough out there that shows that these games are canon. Yeah. Um, and and there has been an overwhelming fan love for that character. The main character is named the one that's played by Cameron Moynihan. His name's Cal Kestis, and he had just he's got a huge approval rating from from Star Wars fans. They think he's awesome because he's he's he kind of fits that role that. Uh, of the Jedi in hiding, but not as experienced as Obi-Wan. Right. So he's just kind of like... Because the uh, Order 60... Sorry for everyone who doesn't understand Star Wars. We're going to have a Star Wars podcast. But uh, after orders, he, Order 66 happened to him when he was like nine. So he spent his like formative years on the run and unable to show that he's a Jedi because he's in hiding and without a master because his master died killed. in o- yep. order 66 so yep. like it's he's more interesting i guess to a lot of people f-
0: than obi-wan who's an old man when he goes into hiding so it's basically he he is obi-wan but without qui-gon Jin. yeah so it's it's like he has a little bit of training but not near as yes. much and that's what a lot and of that the, the game does it's yeah. him trying to reconnect with his training and See like I I remember the Star Wars uh Force Unleashed. Yes. Uh Great that, games. Those were fantastic. Uh also Stolen Actor. Um I only remember him from He was in Smallville which is a TV show about Superman in the, the main late, character. Uh the main character in the Force Unleashed. His name's Sam Witwer. Yeah. yeah. So he he played uh God. Played Darth
1: Maul in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he plays Darth yeah. Sidious and Emperor Palpatine in like everything animated. He
0: does a lot of voiceover work. Yes, and so. he's
1: very, very deeply rooted in Star Wars. Yeah, like he's he's uh, he's the Lucas Lucas is not Lucas George Lucas. I mean, like I don't want to say it Lucasfilm, but like the 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 Star Wars section of Disney, they have him on
0: speed dial. He's on a whole bunch of stuff. I basically need to look up this guy because I I know for a fact he played uh, a character for a season or so in Smallville where he was like the bad guy but didn't know that he was the bad guy like he was an alien didn't realize he was an alien. Hmm. Um, oh God, what dude did he? I guess play? that would be his like breakthrough then because yeah. he did that after start or he did that. Before Star Wars. Yeah. And and he was also in a show where they're... In the, this is just my brain not working properly. <laughs> he was in this show called Being Human, uh, where it was... That show was like a British show originally, mm-hmm. and then they remade it in America. Mm-hmm. And it was like, one dude's a vampire, one dude's a werewolf, and then there's a ghost... And they're all roommates, so it's <laughs> so it's like wow. how that whole thing plays out. But uh, that sounds
1: like a concoction for some wacky zany fun. Yeah, <laughs> adventures coming to CBS.
0: Oh God! But uh, I cannot find what I'm looking for. So, shook up Sam Whitworth. I did, oh. and I can't find what his character was because I am stupid at the Google. Uh, uh let me see smallville he was doomsday holy hell he was doomsday holy hell that hurt my brain
1: holy shit he was doomsday <laughs> in that show
0: yeah but it but it was like such a short lived thing like they kept building it up to he was going to be like the big bad and like he was going to be in it f- like for multiple episodes and i think he was in it for like as doomsday for like two episodes three episodes or something like that so it was kind of a letdown but but yeah i I, I, know that i liked him a lot in the uh the force unleashed and once again i i just think i think it's great when you get an actor's likeness or an actor that likes video games to come in and do voiceover slash facial 'Cause yeah. like the, cause like they'll put the dots or whatever to help track Yes, they did their, mo-cap their, facial for mo- their facial mo the uh, facial motion But uh so him and the guy that's in this Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh I like that. That's 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 cool yeah. that they did that. And that one that game's coming out March. It says 17th. March, but who knows? They've got enough
1: gameplay trailers out that yeah. they're
0: probably pretty close. Resident Evil four. Uh Do you ever play any of the Resident Evils? I played,
1: uh, and I apologize, I'm gonna, I'm sorry I have to keep saying this. I'll explain it when we do like the first video game centric podcast. Mm. I had this thing of how I played video games. I called it series gaming. And then the like eight people that know about series gaming are like, oh, he's finally talking about it. It's just like this like hard line set of rules I created for myself for playing video games in an attempt to play games in order. So so, that, you, so you're like trying to be a perfectionist. Yes, gotcha. And it was originally conceived as like a a, a bonding exercise or activity with me and my younger brother Con- my second younger brother Connor because we both really love video games mm-hmm. and he was younger and he hadn't played a lot of those like classic essential video games yep. like Mario 3 and and Zelda Link to the Past and all those so we came up with this thing where we had to place uh, only could play a certain number of games, only a certain number of series. And we couldn't move on in the series till we beat the, the game before it. And we couldn't play more than like six series at a time. That way we stayed focused on the games we were playing. Yeah. That's a, just a summary of what series gaming was. So we got to re- we were playing at one point playing Resident Evil for series gaming. And I believe we beat Resident Evil one and two. I think we got like halfway through Resident Evil 3 and then uh, I think we may have just offhandedly either him and me or me and a group of friends or maybe just me played like 10 minutes of like Resident Evil 7 when it came out for mm-hmm. VR because yep. I had a PlayStation VR. So th- That's literally probably the most experience I've had with Resident Evil. It's a re- I, I really like it.
0: But I can't remember which one it was. I have played one of the Resident Evil games, possibly more than one. But the one that I recall, and they may this could be in all of them, was when you would go to the guy that's selling things, his saying would be, What you buying? (laughs) and then, and then like you'd switch it to sell, and it's like, What you selling? and I'm just like. (laughs) For some reason, that just sticks in the back of my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, that, that brings me that
1: back. N- those nostalgic sound bites you get. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I think I
0: said nostalgia about a thousand times in our first podcast. Well,
1: guess what I heard most people say they were looking forward to when nostalgia. they asked us. They were like, you guys talking about nostalgic things. So <laughs> guess what? Well, keep I saying mean, it. Because that I, is, I, that, that, uh, uh, I think I know little... that's not Resident Evil 1 and 2, then.
0: I think it's three three okay I think it's three but I uh, and I and I say that so there was a version that was out on the Wii that you you once again you had the gun for yeah and it and it works mm-hmm. and uh my one buddy ha- had the who had the Wii uh he would play that game all the time and I was not good at it whatsoever so I just when I'm terrible at a game. In my brain for some reason I just I I wanna play it, but then I'm just like, Man, I suck. So yeah. I just kinda shut it off as like, I'll get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. And then it just never gets played. But Well, that's what I hoped to avoid
1: by doing series gaming. Yeah. And for the most part it's worked. Yeah. I've 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 got uh and once again I'll go into this when we do our first video game podcast, but I have an app on my phone that if I swear to God, uh Just for posterity, it's called CLZ Games. Whoever makes CLZ Games, the the app, if you want to sponsor us, please do. I will sing your praises until I get blue in the face. It's like my most used app on any phone I've ever had, ever. It's got my entire collection of video games on it. All like, I can literally bring it up right now, go to like eliminate all the filters and go to just all the games and go into my collection i have over 1700 games that is crazy and they're just all here
0: yeah and i could just look at them and you and you just like it's you just like add them in as as you get as you them, get them. and then they have a wish list thing so as you find games
1: you want you can put it in as wish list so if you're trying to like like for series gaming when I'm like trying to map out how many games there are in a series so I know where to look for new games for a series yep. I'm playing it's freaking c l z games yeah on the iPhone app store <laughs> go after it free advertising for them because I fucking love this this app
0: this podcast is brought to you by CLZ, CLZ games. games oh but uh so yeah Resident Evil i mean i i didn't other other than that, one or two times that I played it, didn't really play it. They already and that's a remake, obviously. Yeah, of, yeah. That that one. That's say coming, four. The one, uh, four. It's coming out in March. Yeah.
1: Um. They already remade one, one through three. They remade one a couple times.
0: This one is uh one yeah. that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. The new Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, or Tears, depends on how you. Yeah, they ever
1: come out with like how did, that's did, Have they to be ever though? like
0: pronounce, pronounced how it's said in English? Because I think when they released the initial trailer, it was all Japanese characters. Yeah. And then we did the translation ourselves, and I yeah, did, it's, it's I, a,
1: they bring it to the American localization team, and yeah. I think it's tears. Uh, it's probably tears, but uh, the Breath of the Wild Two is basically what yeah, it's Breath of it. the Wild
0: Two, and hell, I that like. The Breath of the Wild, uh, I got that with my Switch, mm-hmm. and I played a fair amount of that game. Once again, see, this is where we differ. Yep. You're the completionist. You're the perfectionist. I'm the guy that will play a game, will love it or hate it, and then... Th- the new, shinier game comes out. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, yeah. And then I f- completely forget about that first game. <laughs> so, like, I played the first Legend of Zelda for the Switch, uh, Breath of the Wild, almost until completion. Like... Oh, yeah? I could easily go fight... Ganon? Ganon. Or Calamity or Ganon. Or Ganondorf or... or Ganon, whatever it is in, in that one. Cal- yeah, Calamity Gan- Ganon is that one. And... I could probably do I could probably load it up on my Switch right now and do it. And I'd probably be fine cuz like I got the master sword and everything and yep. um like I just for some reason in my brain when games end it, it kind of makes me sad a little bit cuz it's like it's over. Yeah. And, and and to me if you don't have differences so like re- replayability. Mhm. Um and and this is gonna be one of these games that come up here, but there's a game that I will repeat several times and I have repeated it several times and the new ones coming out uh later this in 2023, um where I can select a different character, play, get all different items, builds, whatever you would call them, and different abilities and stuff like that. And it's it's like a completely new game for me. And even like for that game, it's. We'll talk about it here in about five seconds, yeah. 15, five minutes, or whatever. But uh, it's one of those where re- replayability for me is just easy. Mm-hmm. These games, it's. I think I just do it because I haven't played it in so long and I wanna feel the way that I did when I originally played it, that no- that nostalgic yeah. feeling of uh Ooh yeah. So but uh no this this Legend of Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom uh comes out in May. It looks good. Yeah. The trailers I've seen, it looks just as good, if not better, than Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And you always it's always tough. Movies, video games, no matter what, sequels Of, like the same things, they don't always hit the same level. No, so I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping that this game and it's got quite a level. It's got to reach Breath of the Wild. I I, my
1: experience with it, I've only I probably clocked no more than an hour into it. Oh really? Because I kept stopping myself because of series gaming. I said, yeah. if I'm going to play Breath of the Wild, I need to beat all the other Legend of Zelda games. Mm. And I'm actually currently at this moment for series gaming by myself, where I'm, I'm playing the games by myself. I'm playing Legend of Zelda right now. Okay. So I'm trying to get to... that. That's the big, huge goal for Legend of Zelda, is, is obviously I'm a huge, huge fan of Twilight Princess. Great. So I can't wait for that one. Yep. But the one I'm like trying to the one that's like I'm trying to push through all the other ones to get through is Breath of the Wild. Because it is I've only played it for an hour and it is so much fun. And it's oh, yeah. so beautiful to look at.
0: And it's also one of those few games that if if you get past the little tutorial island, I guess, mm-hmm. that they have you locked into, yeah. you can go straight to the final boss, if yeah. you want to, and yeah. try and beat him up with a wooden yep. sword. But uh, I would not suggest Definitely doing not. that unless you love pain. Yeah, well. masochist bastards out there. Yep. But uh, no, I'm I'm excited for that game. Yes. I don't have a lot of Switch games that I that I play nowadays. It's it's really just like Mario Kart and the 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 ones that I could play with friends, and that, that's yeah. about it. But. I'm looking forward to that game. That's a, that that first Breath of the Wild game was a, such a good single player game that I'm yeah. I'm really thinking that will be good. Yes. Um. I guess I'm gonna go to the. Uh, you know what? I just scrolled past it. You talked about Soul Caliber, but Street Fighter. Do you, does that do that the the whole? I need every single character has different clothing. Did you ever do that with Street Fighter that they had different? Uh, clothing, y- yes, that not were like, I near need
1: to, to the level of Soul Calibur, just because. Um, I obviously being a nerd, mm-hmm. I was way more interested in like the historical, yep. weapon style of Soul Calibur. Hell yeah. But once again, same exact thing the sword I've, with the eyeball. I've, yeah, hell yeah, dude. It's just, I, I, I can't do it. I want, I want to, I really do. I've played, I've played, I, played almost, I think. Uh, not every single Street Fighter game, but, like, one in every generation. Yeah. You know, like, they have Street Fighter 1, then they have Street Fighter 2, and then they have Street Fighter 2 Turbo, and then they have Street Fighter 2 Arcade Edition, and they have 2 Championship Arcade Edition, and then they got 3, and then all of those for 3, and then 4, and all of those. Super Street Fighter... I can't do it. There's yeah. too many to keep track of, but I've played one in each of the families of Street Fighter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're, fu- they're fun to, like see all the characters and the personality and all the characters. But I can't I can't do fighting games. They're too infuriating. Street
0: Fighter wants me want to put a hole in the wall. <laughs> that is the rage quit for you. Yes. Just throw throw the controller. But, please do. Is that so, the one you were talking about? The one that uh well Street Fighter six no. Uh but that game comes out in June. Yeah. The game that I was talking about. Oh. Is Diablo 4 which Diablo 3 came out in 2000 I don't even know like 8 it maybe like, it was a little really long, long I was going to say was 2013 long time ago let me let me just not lie to the people <laughs> it came out in 2012 I was oh, I was off I was closer so it came out 10 years ago yeah and I to this day because they do seasons where like you try and get your character to the highest rift level mm-hmm. which is what pretty much the end game is for that is to just keep good at getting farther and farther getting better items mm-hmm. um and the story is just it's great, but after that first playthrough of the story, all I do is I just try and get my levels up as fast as possible to yeah. the end game, and then I can start doing riffs and stuff like that, but <sighs> Diablo 4 just looks fantastic. I haven't seen anything on the other It is probably going to be my I don't want to say my favorite game of 2023 but probably will be uh just because of if it's anywhere near as good as diablo 3 i'm going to get that much yeah that much excitement from it diablo 3 is a great game and uh, and this is one of those series where i like i didn't play diablo 1 yeah. I had seen my buddy play Diablo 2 and I always thought man that w- that looks fun but I just never played it. Diablo 3 came out, I got it for Xbox, played that with my friends cuz I had you know yeah. on online with each other and it was just uh so much fun being able to play back and I just I'm I'm always about those magic classes whenever I do a build or whatever, so I'd go, like, wizard or necromancer or something like that.
1: We complement
0: each other then, Greg. The one way that we differ is the way that we complement each other. So yes. you go barbarian. I go melee weapon. Okay. I'm okay. always the swordsman of the group. That's fun. In most, I would say in most RPG games, if I can go mage, I'm going mage. Yeah. That's normally just the way that I am. Uh And I would get, like, a wizard and just try and get them the maxed out spells and try to do is i'd become the glass cannon yeah which you know just like next to zero health but can just destroy things and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, i i really hope diablo 4 is good i if if it's bad like the when it comes out in june i'm just gonna be so sad for like a month
1: if Mm -hmm. it if
0: i if it comes out and it just like I'm 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 gonna buy it probably when it comes out, but I really need it to be good because their
1: track record is gonna is pretty much pointing it to be good. It's like Diablo one I mean, is good, Diablo two is heralded as like one of the best games of all time.
0: If it takes you eleven years to make a video game, it better be because you were making it the best video game possible. <laughs>
1: or you were making a different video game in that time. <sighs> yeah. So Know, Which that's... who makes Diablo? I forget. Uh, I forget
0: Blizzard. It. Yeah, duh. Well, yeah, duh. Act- I guess it's Activision so, now. Yeah, Activision they're, Blizzard. They're, Blizzard's oh,
1: constantly playing. working on other
0: stuff. They Overwatch, mm. War, yeah. Warcraft. But I, fe- I feel like they they have to have a certain team constantly working on something. They can't just say, "All right, all hands on deck on this game." They have to continue. Something. Yeah, they have
1: they have different studios. Yeah, but, you know what I mean but I don't think Diablo has been one of, their, one of their focuses for a while. Overwatch and Overwatch 2, technically, even though it just came out a, a little bit ago, yep. has been like Blizzard's main, main thing. And then they just released, or just announced the release date of, I'm not sure, a new expansion of
0: WoW. Mm. So they've been working on that forever. So yeah, I, I, I really need Diablo 4 to be a good game. Yeah, the the
1: odds are in your favor. The
0: odds are there, mm-hmm. but uh, if it, if it's all right with you, I'm going to talk about maybe one or two more games and then go to one more thing sure. about New Year. Uh, Final Fantasy game. There's a new one coming out. Sixteen uh, looks from this picture looks pretty cool. I actually have not seen any trailers for that so i have absolutely no idea what to expect i will say that 15 was a very very fun game uh i that was one of i feel like it was one of the first final fantasy games that uh they went away from the turn-based attacks Mm -hmm. and they went to a more open world go swipe and attack kind of deal which i think it worked in that one Go to say how many how
1: many of the I'm so iffy on Final Fantasy. Like how many how many games ago has it been since it has hasn't been MMO? Hasn't haven't the last two or three games been like MmOS and there isn't really an offline component or
0: Well, let me say this. Uh my first Final Fantasy game that I played was ten for the PS two. Mm hmm. PlayStation 2 didn't really... It had an online, yeah. but not, I think it was still too early for people to use it. Um, but that has an offline story and everything. Oh, like yeah. That. It's it's basically a single-player yeah, game. Yeah.
1: Hasn't there been like one or two games in the last two games where it's just online? Or am I just th- thinking of that long? There...
0: Because
1: I, I looked at Final one. Fantasy for series gaming, but like, I'm not don't including don't games that are MMOs for series gaming. I
0: don't know enough about the Final Fantasy uh, series. Mm -hmm. I just know the games that I have played that Final Fantasy, like I've played 10. I've played uh, the remake of Seven, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, And my one buddy's probably going to, he's probably like chewing my head off because I probably got the number wrong. But um, Seven's the one everyone loves. So is that the one with with Cloud? cloud? Yes. So yeah, that was the remake one that I made, or played, where, and I think this is always a cool thing for video games that do remakes, where you can switch the graphics back to the original graphics. You can do that for 7? So, Halo Master Chief Edition. Yeah. They did that for that. For Halo 2. Uh, for Halo 2, I think. And you could press like the down on the D-pad during like cinematic sequences yeah. or back maybe, and it would change it to the old graphics. And then if you clicked it again, change it back to the new ones. This, I think you could do that on here for this as well as you could do three times the speed. Oh, that's so nice. I, I think, God, if I could just go three times the speed through a video game, that would just make me,
1: so that makes the grinding go by so much yeah. freaking All cri- oh, that, yeah. that, that would have saved Final Fantasy for me. It's yeah. like
0: half the reason I stopped playing
1: most of my just, Final just Fantasies because games. of
0: the the grind. Just yeah, forever. I, I, that's one thing I remember about Ten was I I knew a, like I played it through early on, got to a certain boss. This was when my uh, cousins still had the PS2. He had the Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. and I played it on his couldn't do couldn't get to this guy and kill him. So when I got got it from my cousin, I started at the beginning and I went early on and I grinded on like weak ass enemies. And I basically pulled that South Park episode where they do World of Warcraft yeah. and they're just killing yep. the same thing over and over and over again. Going to the fight and kill more to fight the one guy. I did that early on so that I could fight like almost the end boss. It wasn't the end boss, but it was damn near like eighty percent of the way through the game. <laughs> so it made the rest of the game so much easier yeah. and faster because I could just one shot people. It was. It's a good memory. That sounds like fun. If you cut out the hours and hours, hours and hours of uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that do th- it. that three times speed. Yeah,
1: that's. I tried playing like, li- like. I, I consider Final Fantasies 1 through 6 like Final Fantasy Classic and then Final Fantasy 7 onward, I call them Final Fantasy Story because that's when, like, the story kind of... A, the story means more to the experience and B, it's like they don't all interconnect, but it's almost like it's all the same flow of story. So, and that's Final Fantasy Classics, man. Like, Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3 four or whatever Japanese six is and then English six. Like that's all the game is. Because those classic games back then didn't really have story. Yeah. That's all it is is just grinding. Yep. And I tried playing it and I'm like, I I don't have the time. The time, the As energy As an adult, I don't have the time, energy, or inclination to want to sit here and try to fight a boss. I'm not strong enough, so I have to go kill eight hundred mooks level up two or three levels and try again and just barely scrape by, and then you move on. I couldn't do it. Yeah, It kind of re- spoiled Final Fantasy for me. Now I, I've tried playing 7, Classic 7, like on the PlayStation 1, and I, I couldn't do it. It was just like, I was like, this is boring. Which I know anyone who likes video games right now is like, wow, what a fucking her- heretic for calling <laughs> Final
0: Fantasy 7 boring. But... Yeah. Hey, you know... If you like video games, you don't have to like every game. Yeah. Uh you, you you can still be we 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 might be hypocritical sometimes when we talk about certain games, but cause just because of the fact like oh, you like this type of game but you don't like this game which is basically the same game. Yeah. I mean that's that's hypocritical, but it's also just hey, sometimes the game it, you don't vibe with it it doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel right like it doesn't sometimes it just doesn't fit doesn't fit into your world and you don't want to play it yeah like for you grinding especially as an adult i get that that sucks yeah uh i don't think i could go back and play like ten again just cuz i remember how much how many hours i went into grinding do i want to go back and play it sure yeah do i think i would be able to beat it quickly hell no I, it, would, it would take me 10 times the amount that it did when i beat it the first time like i just i can't sit down for that long and do what i used to do i can't go on those those 12 hour Straight yeah. gaming sessions where it's like you only get up to eat something quick and go to the restroom, to the restroom. or even just skip both of those things and just keep playing. <laughs> but
1: uh, mom, you need to you need to empty my pee bag.
0: <laughs> South Park, mom, <laughs> bathroom.
1: But no, uh, as 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 fun and and awesome as that
0: sounds, no, we we don't. You just don't have the time in the day to do that. And there's probably guys out there right now that are just there's guys out there on both ends. Ones that are like, Well yes you can, you totally can, you could do that. You just you just have to try. And then there's also guys like, How do you even have time to start up your console? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. I, I see both both sides mm-hmm. of it, but uh any other games that you um, are looking forward to, even if it's not 2023, if if you just know one that's coming up or that you're looking. Uh, I'm just looking at a
1: list here. Yeah. And uh, just a couple that jump out to me. Uh, Dead Island 2. I played Dead Island 1. And it was very fun. So Dead Island 2, I can definitely get into. Starfield. Uh, oh, weirdly yeah. enough. If, if it's true, and it's just Oblivion in space, I am so far down for that, I'm in the core of the Earth.
0: <laughs> because that's just amazing. I it sounds amazing. To I you. think I am on board with Starfield as well, because that is, like, I was told it's, it's like Oblivion, Skyrim. Yeah, it's Elder Scrolls in space. It's Elder Scrolls, but in space. And that just sounds wonderful in general speaking of which i also got to say uh even though i don't think it's this year but elder scrolls 6 i think it, is it valenwood is that the next one i have no idea i i do know that i saw the trailer for six like three four years ago yeah on one of the game quite things and i hadn't seen anything since and they like just to let the people know they Popped up with a trailer saying, "Yes, we're still working on World <laughs> 6. And I was like, "Oh, thanks, cool." Just making sure you guys aren't sleeping on your s- sleeping at your desks, not doing your job.
1: Yeah, but, I, I can't find anything about what it's what, what it's, it's called, where it's supposed to be. But obviously, I'm very, very much. I I can't describe like the level of excitement I had in the months of going, going up to Skyrim's release. Yeah. Because I uh, I was a hardcore gamer and I was uh, a member of the Pro Elite Club at uh, GameStop. <laughs> I had the silver card and got discounts and rewards. I, so I, uh,
0: I, hold your applause, ladies. Put your clothes back on. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I that I think I had a card too but yeah. I I don't think I was the elite. Oh. That was a special club that uh only the most top tier members top could tier
1: be. of a uh, fedora wearing yes. dude chugging tip tamers tip, tip fedora lady <laughs> <laughs> I just we just sent shivers down Selena's spine. I say that to her on like a daily basis as a joke and she just cringes every time I do. <laughs> like, like you just go, my lady. And she just goes,
0: oh God, I'm going to go find a <clears throat> toilet to throw up into. Yeah. Just...
1: But I was a, I was a member of that and I very, I was at GameStop quite a bit. Um, either buying or selling games. Because you know? I had my own freaking economy when it came to like, figuring out what games. I was like, all right, I'm good on that. I can sell it. And then, Let's trade that one and that one in to get this next one I'm looking forward to. That was see most of my
0: high school career. I I couldn't I could never sell a game to GameStop. And the reason for that is because me trading in a console and like 30, 40 games is not to me, when they offer me like a nickel and <laughs> and possibly a pine cone, like, as payment. <laughs> I just want to look at them and be like, I would rather keep this for the rest of my life than take this spare change and outdoor item. <laughs> God, I... Uh, 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 let's be honest. I'm amazed GameStop is still a thing to this day. Like, Blockbuster. Like, they they they're the Blockbuster to me of yeah. stores now because... They they have to be dying. Well, they
1: they they did they stopped selling games. No way. You they go stopped in there selling. You games? can go in there and you can buy like a couple of new games and maybe like a handful of owned. Yeah. But the main business model of GameStop now is merchandise. Really? Yes, like completely. Fun, like Funko Pop, type yes stuff. Game game memorabilia, game clothes, game decoration. No way. And yeah, it seems dumb. Um it's almost like it's a GameStop
0: bi- don't sponsor us. <sighs>
1: well, I'd be I'd be, I'd be just, I, I mean their business
0: have, practices are unless, kind of shady. Unless you're so. gonna send us some sweet swag or That's something. That's true. But, but I, I mean, will admit their business practices are a little shady. I will I will state there was times when I thought I lived at GameStop. But, yeah. But no I, I never sold any games to them. Well, instead.
1: I did and I had it down to a T how much they were going to accept it
0: for so that I could like plan out. Well, see that's why you were the you were an elite member. Because yeah, exactly. You got more money for being an elite member. I
1: I probably did. They probably gave you a little bit better of a price on games if you yeah. were because they knew you'd be coming back and likely to spend that yep. money that with them. Yep. Um which I did. I wasn't buying anything else other than games when I was in like early high school. Yeah. And I loved being in That was the first place that I, like, applied to okay, in so. order to try to get a job. I was like, if I could walk into a store that sells video games and work there every day,
0: I would die a happy man. Yeah, I, I always thought it would be cool to be a designer, a game designer, mm-hmm. just because of the movie uh, Grandma's House, I think it's what it's called. You never saw it. You never seen Grandma's House. Is it Grandma's House or Grandma's Boy? Uh, It sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. It kind of is. (laughs) It's. I'm pretty sure it's. Pretty sure it's from. Who's? It's not Grandma's House. Oh my! Grandma's Boy, two thousand six. It had. Jonah Hill Nick Swartzen, I think, in it I mean, man, that was a good game Alan covert yeah, that was i i i I liked that movie too, like that was that was a what's it about? It's basically a guy that is a game designer lives uh, he was living somewhere with like a like a girl or something and then gets kicked out and then has to move in with his grandma. And his grandma happens to have like two also old women. It's like he moves in with the golden Girls kind of thing, <laughs> but like he's just this smoke uh he like smokes pot and shit, and like his grandma like gets into it with him and it huh. it, it, it just it ends up being it's a good movie that's that's i think something you would enjoy mm. but uh. Now, I always thought because of that movie, God, it would just be so cool to be a game designer because like during their breaks, they would play video games and then they would like, all right, for work tonight, you have to beat levels one through yeah. three. I'm like, God, that would just be yeah. like a video game tester. <laughs> in, in, in a world where video game designers and testers get paid more money than what they what they should, but yeah. Uh, or well, nowadays do, I guess nowadays
1: yeah. it's like most people who are online and get
0: paid to stream to play video games. It's like oh, yeah.
1: how great would have? Let's well, not beat around the bush. Look,
0: if if we could have done that years ago, I dude. Mean, if I could do that now, I mean, well, <laughs> I would absolutely love it. I I think at this point I'm just I couldn't do it now. No, nope. just because of. Well, first off, I'm well, so Greg, I'm ignore so that out
1: ignore of that it. email I just sent you. That, oh, okay, okay. I never okay. I just delete that when you see it in your okay. inbox. Go okay. Right and send that.
0: okay, we're gonna become streamers. Got it. Gotcha. Podcast so, podcast turns to video game streaming, which turns to stars on the Hollywood <laughs> Walk of fame. fame. I love it. This For is, the record, I would never
1: stream. I would just want to record, like I was doing with my other YouTube. Right, record.
0: right. I I don't think I could do it now. I I could. I could try, but I think I'm so, I'm so worse at video games now than I was like even six, five, six years ago. I I don't know if it's hand eye coordination. Never was good at being able to catch things, but I used to be okay (laughs) at like shooters and stuff like that. But now it's just like, yeah. But, well,
1: I mean, let's be honest the people, the people who, I mean, I guess I'm more talking about the people who record themselves playing video games and then release it, not streamers. Yep. But, like, the people who do that, they're not really getting paid to play video games. They're getting paid to be funny while playing video games. Which, a lot of the people
0: that I watch, like, you know, Mark Plyer. Plyer, the Game drums. Then there's, like, Ninja, who's a streamer, but he's not really funny, he's just really good. Yeah. I mean...
1: That's the boring
0: shit. Yeah, like like there's there's people that it's like it's impressive to watch them just go and own an entire team, you know, a one yeah. man one man killing machine kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't I don't necessarily watch those guys. I watch the guys that make me laugh as hard as possible, even if I don't like the game that they're playing. Like they just go off and do their little side banter while they're playing the game. Yeah. And it's, it's good stuff. That, that's that, I feel like
1: till the day I die, because I've been listening to Game Grumps for over 10 years now, Yeah, and I think till the day I die, I'll always think that that's just like the perfect job. Just to sit down on a couch with a buddy that you, you vibe with and just play games and have fun playing the game because that translates to the people who watch the video. If you two are joking around and having fun with each other and also enjoying playing video games together... And just talking about games and joking so, around—that's Im- immediately
0: just makes everyone who's listening have a good time. So what you're saying is, we just probably should turn that TV on in the corner and just start gaming while we do this podcast.
1: With no with no video. <laughs> with, with no audio <laughs> of
0: the game, just yeah. we'll just talk and we'll and and I'll figure out how to connect to it somehow. But. <laughs> uh, I mean, you say the word, Greg, and I'll start. A, I'll start. A, we can. You can join me on my YouTube channel. We can. We can go down that line eventually. <laughs> I, I think we have time for
1: uh,
0: your last thing. All right, that you want to talk to you? This is going to be a quick, quick thing, uh, and it's always coming back to you know favorites. Mm-hmm. But uh, with New Year's just a couple days away. Yep. Four or five days, whatever it is. Uh, What's your favorite New Year's memory?
1: Favorite New Year's memory? Yeah. Well, the tradition at my house when I was a kid was uh, obviously I had two older siblings, but by the time I could like register memories, they were already like kind of in high school or junior high, high school, so they were already like spending New Year's at friends. Yep. Yeah. So, for my childhood memories of things that I can remember as a child from like New Year's, uh, my parents would have this other couple of parents, of yeah. pe- people their age. Um, they were also parents. I just felt weird calling them another
0: group. Other, of other set of parents. Other set
1: of like aged individuals. Um, they would have them over and play card games every New Year. That yeah. was like their tradition. And their tradition also, even though it was just those four, and then, like, me and my younger brother, and then my other younger brother as soon as he was born. So it wasn't a party, but they would always just, for whatever reason, make a shit ton of, like, finger food. Yeah. Even though it was only, like, at most seven people there, and they're all family. But for whatever reason, they did that, and
0: I I am just such a fucking sucker for finger food. Like, appetizer food. Just My s- shit, man. As soon as you see an appetizer, you're like, yeah, I'm I need that right now. troubling my face. Like meatballs,
1: meat and cheese trays, uh, like uh, like basically any type of tray with food in it. I, I love that stuff, and that's what they did. They would make dip, they'd make nachos, they'd make wings, they'd
0: make all this stuff. I don't know who for. Like I said, it was four it's, adults and a couple kids. It's It's like... We're making uh, enough food for forty. Yeah, but there's only seven of us. So which, four.
1: knowing my mother, that's probably the thought process. Yeah,
0: but um, you never know who's going to show up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she, well, you, she knew no one's
1: going to show up. She's like, we want to make sure we, there's enough food for everyone, and,
0: and they really can well. take home whatever's whatever we don't eat. God, the 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 take home food, the leftovers that always happen at like parties like that is just absurd. Yeah. Like, but also delicious. I mean, yeah. But when, there, when there's enough food to feed a small army, and it's like, Mom, Dad, there's, there's enough food here for like 100 people. And it's like, there's only nine people here. <laughs> what are you expecting? He's like, well, this person can bring home some of this, and this person can bring home some of that. And I'm like, but maybe they brought their food <laughs> <laughs> so that it would get eight, not so that everyone could get some to take home, but yeah, that's they're just... going home with more
1: food than they showed up with.
0: Yeah, that's one of those, the, yeah, the, the 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 family get-togethers where it's like, all right, this this family's bringing this, this family's bringing that, and I'm just like, I think we'll be fine if one person doesn't bring something. Yeah, but then like, it's all hell has broken loose mm. if someone doesn't. Isn't going to be there, can't bring something. Yep.
1: But, but uh, yeah, they would make a shit ton of food, which I was always a fan uh, of. And uh, since they had friends over, uh, what we had in our basement was, like, you walk down the stairs into our basement, and it's, I don't know if you've ever been in our house, but, uh, well, my mom and dad's I can't say that I have. There's, like, you can turn left or right. Like, you go straight, and there's just a wall, and then you go left or right turn left and you go into like the toy room, which was just like this t- kind of tinier-ish room that yep. mom and dad just shoved all of our toys into and said, if you want to play with toys, do it in here. Um, but if you turn right, it was a family room, which is was kind of like a second living room. There's a bunch of couches, a chair, this, and that's where dad set up the big, you know, the, the big entertainment system with like surround sound and the big TV, and that's where we would go to watch movies and host when we had people over. But they would play cards upstairs, so they would let us move our game systems into the family room for the night and play games on the big screen or whatever. Yep. And since it was only a week after Christmas, and we asked for video games every year, we always had fresh video games to play. Yep. And then obviously, it being kind of like a special little holiday, um, I can't remember if I said that on the last podcast when I was talking, or the first podcast when I was talking about making toys with my dad on the living room or the kitchen table. He was very, they both kind of were, were very like, ruly about like, this is where you do this. This is where you do that. Don't mix the Yeah. So when we ate, it was kitchen. You weren't eating food anywhere else in the house. It's kitchen and that's where the food stays. Uh, But like I said, it's like a kind of like a nice, a fun little holiday and they had friends over. So they were like, you can move your systems into the family room. You can lay a towel down and come up and grab a couple plates of food, bring them down there. You can drink your pop or whatever. Yeah. And then, obviously, being kids, you got to stay up until the ball drops, so you got to stay up late playing video games, which yeah. obviously didn't happen on school nights, but it was more of a rake, an okay thing for us to do. It was like the one night that you were allowed to break the rules. Well, most of them. Like, uh, like if it was a weekend, we didn't really have like a bedtime. Yeah. We were allowed to stay up late and play games on a weekend, but we were allowed to do all of this in the family room, which was like the room that was kind of off-limits to our kind of fun, and uh, we also had our tradition of... which I guess this is like a common tradition, but they would go out and buy that sparkling grape juice. Yeah. That's like comes in a wine bottle. Yep. And they'd let the kids drink that so they could drink their wine for uh-huh. New Year's.
0: A little spark sparkling bubbly for yep. for the ball drop.
1: Yep. And it was uh we only got that once a year. So that we always looked forward to the to the grape wine we got to drink. Yeah. Uh so I guess just like but like that's what we did every year when I was a kid. So yeah. I guess that's the only memory that I can say is that tradition of getting to do all that and playing games with my Younger brother, and then my other younger brother when he was old enough to like kind of hang around us and play games and stuff. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Very fun. It's it's nice that like, because my my family had similar rules where I was like, eat in the kitchen. Eventually, as they got older, it was like, yeah, just do what you want. So I <laughs> kind of fell off the bandwagon yeah. there. But uh no, that's 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 cool. That's a good that's a good memory. That's you know. Something to think back on. Yeah. But... I guess for me... Uh... And... This is kind of bad because it sort of makes fun of me. But also... I don't care. Because... <laughs> <laughs> that's I, a good mentality. Hell, think. I went through... I went through, like, a lot of my life just... Not caring what people thought. Yeah. So... That's just my mentality. Uh So... This was probably my parents being, you know, gamblers would mm-hmm. go gamble on New Year's or whatever. So I, oh, back in the day when I still lived at home, a uh, party at my house was usually a, a known thing. I guess like it was it it, 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 it it was if if there was nothing else going on somewhere else, people would go to my house. Yeah. And sometimes it was just, you know, maybe five six seven seven seven. Seven of us, not, not a crazy amount, but... Uh, I remember this one night for New Year's where your brother was there, actually. and uh, Oh, I remember this. Uh, they just thought it would be so funny. So there's this game called Cheers to the Governor where... It's, it's a drinking game, but it's also like a memory game. Mm-hmm. So you you count around a circle from 1 all the way up to 21. And then once you get to 21, instead of saying 21, you say cheers to the governor. And then everybody drinks. And then you, whoever was cheers to the governor, they get to make a rule for one of the numbers. So it's either say, instead of 4, you say like hell or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, just... Something there. And then you would go through it all again until you got Chairs of the Governor again. And Mm -hmm. your main goal was to get all of the numbers taken care of. And this game would take, you know, however long it takes. And you have to remember what the rules are. So it's a lot of memorization, uh, a lot of people messing up. And whenever a person messed up, it was like, okay, we have to drink. That person has to drink because they messed up. and Mm -hmm. fun, Fun game. Yep. You know. But for some reason, uh, your brother and his now wife, uh, Mm -hmm. she decided, I think it was her or her other friend, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, uh, they decided for one of the numbers you had to. Say the words, suck a fat, suck a big fat dick, Greg, (laughs) or something like that, and you had to make the, like, jerking off hand motions towards your face as you said it, and they would purposely get it wrong so that I would have to say it every single time. And there's just... I know there's a video that they have on their phone somewhere. I'm sure there is. Where it's just me doing that motion. Saying, suck a big fat dick, (laughs) Greg. And I... It it made everybody laugh, so I laughed. It was funny. Mm -hmm. Didn't piss me off for anything, but man, that for some reason that memory just sticks with me because I... Probably the drunkest I'd ever seen your brother. Yeah. uh, And... Yeah, I yeah. It was it, I that for some reason every New Year's, uh, your brother in my phone to this day. Yeah, it says his name and then it says "Guy from New Year's." <laughs> <laughs> so, well, damn, we're at just over two ten here. So this has been uh, next door nerds, and uh, I guess this is where we say goodbye. But in like the nicest of ways where you know it's not really goodbye it's till next time but what is uh, goodbye but what is what is goodbye but just to see you tomorrow see you later at some point yeah like approximately every other week or every week depending on what we decide to do with this podcast I was gonna
1: say it's that it's that age old adage of saying I'll I'll text you, I'll, uh, I'll text you and we'll get together. Your,
0: your people will talk to my people, yeah, and my people will talk to me, but I don't know if I'll talk back to my people to talk to your people. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, we 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 ne- we don't hang out enough. We I, I will text you, and you text me, and we'll get together more, and then it never happens.
0: Yeah, it's I have that with a lot of people, yeah, but me too. that's just how the world goes, you know. Yep. But hey, this has been fun. Thanks uh, for joining us for another successful episode. Yeah, can't wait to uh, talk to you guys next time. So, this is the time to play the outro. <laughs> Here we go. Dude, sync it up to my dun, voice. da 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 da